In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We talk about a sacramental perspective on life. A sacrament, by definition, is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. This definition is rooted in the principle that things that we can see point us to things we can't see. The creation is a sign that points us to the creator. Jesus, the son of God, is a sign that reveals the invisible father. The bread and wine which become the body and blood of the sacrament are the visible manifestation of Jesus. The church itself is sacramental. The Bible calls us the body of Christ, the same language that is used of the sacrament. Each Christian is a sign of the presence of Jesus in the world. Jesus' standard of judgment will be, quote, inasmuch as you did it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you did it unto me. This means that our interaction with each other always has a deeper meaning and larger implications. Fallen humanity is not able to see the sacramental meaning of life. Fallen humanity sees the creation as just a physical reality. And life in this mortal body and in this world is the ultimate thing. This is what the Bible refers to as living according to the, quote, flesh. In today's gospel, large crowds were following Jesus. St. John tells us they were following Jesus because they were attracted by, quote, the miracles that Jesus did on them that were diseased. The word for miracle in this passage means literally signs. This reflects their sacramental character. When Jesus turned water into wine, healed the sick, and created bread, these actions were signs that revealed that Jesus is the Son of God, by whom all things were made. St. John tells us that the crowd did not understand the signs. They followed Jesus because they saw him as a source of free food and health care. They would make him their ruler, and he would free them from all the afflictions of life. They lacked sacramental vision, the ability to see the larger truth towards which the signs pointed. In the section of John 6, immediately after the gospel, Jesus tried to escape from the crowd. When the people finally caught up with him, Jesus essentially picked a fight with them. He said, quote, You seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures unto eternal life. The feeding of the multitudes harkens back to the Old Testament where God fed Israel with manna in the wilderness. Here Jesus did the same thing. He 
like God, led these people into a deserted place where there was no food, and then he fed them miraculously. Jesus explained, quote, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. God gave the people of Israel miraculous food in the wilderness to sustain their physical bodies, but they all died anyway. Jesus would give himself as a kind of food that imparts and sustains eternal life, life that will never die. This is the meaning of the sacrament of the body and blood of Jesus. It is food that sustains the eternal life that was planted within us in baptism. As Jesus said, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Sacramental food is not merely spiritual food as opposed to physical food. The sacrament is what God intended all food to be. Man was created as a union of matter and spirit, and God always gave man food for both. God gave man sacramental food in the beginning, in the fruit of the tree of life. This food was intended to sustain man in his union with God. Through sin, man partook of the creation without regard to God's will, with ingratitude for the life that God had given. Man's union with God was severed. Man came merely to live on a physical level. Man lost his sacramental vision and he began to pursue only the food that perishes. By his life and death, Jesus restored us to the union with God that we lost through sin. We no longer live merely in the flesh. We live in bodies, but we also live in the spirit, in union with God. Our lives are now sustained by the bread of life. The bread of life is the same food as the fruit of the tree of life. After the first sin, man was forbidden to eat this food. Now, in Christ, this food is accessible to us. We may eat and live. The feeding of the multitudes reveals the pattern for life in God's new creation. Jesus took the loaves and offered them back to God in thanksgiving. And God multiplied the loaves so that they were sufficient to meet the need. This was man's original priestly vocation, to take the creation that God had given and offer it back to God in thanksgiving. All that man offers to God in thanksgiving is given back to man to use with God's blessing. Sin is ingratitude. We sin when we say to God, 
I will do as I please with the gifts that you have given me. When we sin, we partake of the creation without regard to God's will, without regard to the deeper meaning of created things, and without giving thanks. Our non-Eucharistic partaking lacks the blessing and presence of God. We use the creation wrongly because we are blind to the sacramental meaning of created things. Our lives become disordered and discontented because we live only in the flesh. We are cut off from eternal life. This is the pattern of life from which Christ has saved us. We exercise the priestly vocation to which we have been restored in Christ when we gather around the altar each week. We offer bread and wine to God. Like the loaves of the feeding, the bread and wine represent the creation and our participation in it. We offer the creation back to God in thanksgiving. We offer ourselves, our souls, and our bodies back to God in Christ and through Christ. The miracle of consecration that occurs is twofold. Ordinary food that perishes becomes the bread from heaven that we may eat thereof and not die. And ordinary mortal people become the body of Christ. The pattern of the Eucharist is the pattern for life. We are called, as St. Paul says, to give thanks in everything. We give thanks for the eternal life that God has given us by obeying the commandments, by honoring the image of Christ in other people, by using our gifts in service to the kingdom. <clears throat> as all of life is offered to God in this manner, Christ becomes present in all things to sustain us and to bring his order out of our chaos. We are able to live new lives in God's kingdom because our sacramental vision has been restored through baptism and faith. We were blind, but now we see. Now we understand the signs. Now we labor for the food that endures unto eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.